Welcome to Europe First Minisodes. Raw, unedited, and just me sharing thoughts and ideas. I hope you find this a valuable little toolkit to contemplate today. Hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to call this episode part two of what we might call Leanne re-entering the workforce. If you've been following along either on social or this podcast, you'll know I've been on a sabbatical in an attempt to rewire myself to not do things that don't benefit my well-being. There's been long months of quiet alone time, blissful, quiet alone time, where I am the only boss until the kids come home. It's been amazing, very healing, such a journey. And in these months, I've called the shots. I take the breaks. I say yes, only to the best yeses. And there are a lot of no's. If you listened to the mini-sode lifting the veil on surrender a few weeks ago, then you'll know that the lesson I learned there was when you feel that thing inside that says don't do it, then maybe don't do it. Even when the chips fall pretty hard from that decision. So after that episode, I doubled down on that idea and I went a little crazy and I started saying no to everything. I was kind of in a state. I'm trying so hard to do this right, to honor myself, to be mindful and aware and self-protective. And what happened was I very quickly got to the point where I felt I wasn't equipped to be in the real world anymore. At the risk of sounding righteous, I felt like I was operating at too high a frequency and everyone felt like they were bringing me down. And I think this is really the root of righteousness. When one steps into a place that feels so aligned and so at peace, you simply never want to give that up. And where once the idea of a monk's life sounded a little wonderful and a little like torture, in this moment, it felt like the only option. Everything hurt. Everything felt like a trigger. And I was trying not to feel triggered ever again. And I started to feel I wanted to protect that good feeling at all costs. So obviously, that was an unrealistic goal. Kind of laughable now. But I felt it, and I felt it deep. What I felt deep was a self-protection. And when one wants to self-protect at all costs, then the scales begin to tip back the other way. And I started to feel paralyzed, lost, I had no idea what to do next. All of that opportunity, and I no longer knew how to function in it. Well, two weeks have passed since that episode, and I'm on a bender learning curve right now, because while I still need to say the right yes and the right no, I realized I do live in the land of the living, <laughs> and the land of the living is flawed. I am flawed. Everyone is flawed. So now that we have that clear meaning me, <laughs> the question for me was, how am I going to handle it? The answer was not an easy one. It wasn't the one I wanted, actually. It was, you do both. You find a balance. It's not all going to be heart-centered, like-minded clients, even when they want to be. And I will not always be that either. So how to strike the balance how to operate in the world while also keeping a sense of self-awareness and knowing when an opportunity is ideal 
or just tolerable, or an easy no. So what this comes down to is that the world is full of well-intentioned people that might trigger me. And here's the revelation. The work is not in stopping any and all triggering events, but how will I manage it when it happens? Will I throw just as big a fit? Will I stand in my righteousness and point fingers? Will I say, I'm too good for you and all of this and turn my back? Or rather, is the real and very hard work in staying engaged and also staying present with myself? Not letting my emotions drag me around. Not letting my fear that someone might get to me be the reason to not do something. Just as I used to run around trying to make everyone happy, I certainly don't want to now swap that for running around trying to avoid anyone that might make me feel bad. Both are traps. Both are self-inflicted traps. And traps are not the point. The point is freedom. The point is self-regulation. Peace regardless of circumstances a way to exercise self-protection of my own heart no matter what might be going down around me. And how might this look in real life? It's me stepping away from the computer before composing a response. Anybody? Anybody feel me on that one? It's me turning off the phone so I'm not tempted to engage with someone when I'm triggered because that's not going to end well. What's the old adage? Sleep on it. Sleep on it sleep on it. I never did that before. I would try and stay up all night grinding my teeth and composing pages of emails in my mind that supported my own justification. So this has been my process for the last few weeks, staying engaged, but allowing a lot of space for emotions to come and go. And the key word there is for them to go. They come, but they also go. I've been giving myself a lot of space and patience, which is not my thing. Composing emails to get it off my chest and then deleting them. Taking a walk, breathing, hugging my kid. Whatever it takes to get out of my raging mind and my screaming emotions, whatever it takes. And so there's the invitation not to create a bubble of untouchable peace but to create that untouchable peace inside of me so that no matter what is happening outside, I'm good. I might need a minute, but I'm good. So today I'm going back out there to practice taking care of myself no matter what madness might come into my life. I sincerely hope you're able to do the same. Thank you for joining me. Until next time. If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share, like, or leave a review. Until next time, this is Leanne, and you're up first.